See brown in your face. Have you heard of everything at once? Do you know about everything at once? It's internationally known. Aliens listen to it. It's the best. <laughs> if there's something you're looking for in the 814, we're feeling a little bored and think there ain't no more. Ain't no Check more. out everything at once and allow it to be your source. It's that raw podcast that's always showing support. Highlighting the scene. No need to take I-90 to peep or 79 to see how it be. Interviewing your locals with mindsets that are global. Innovators and creators on every single upload. So much going on in the EPA. Everything at once will keep you up today. Amazing guests. What you doing? Come through and hang with Tony and Dave. Community driven. Bringing everything at once from around the way. Everything at once from around the way. Hey. Please listen. We love you. <laughs> everything at once. Everything at once. It's time to, int- to introduce this show. The best show on the face of the planet. Welcome, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in today. We want to thank our Patreon producers, Brian G., Josh W., Ian D., Nick G., and Sadie M. Patreon, it's an awesome way to support the show and say thanks. You can become a Patreon supporter by clicking the link below and choosing to be an intern, assistant, or producer-level supporter. If being on the production team is too much pressure for you, you can also send any contributions using our Venmo at... Everything at Once Studios. We now want to thank all the local businesses who supported this episode. These businesses get the Everything at Once stamp of approval and are critical members of the Everything at Once community. We couldn't do it without them. With winter approaching, are there any last-minute details that you want to change or renovate around your home? Uh, I might, uh, but you know who to call. Yeah! Ghostbusters! No, no, Tony. No, not Ghostbusters. Solid State Construction. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Solid State. Yeah. Duh. (laughs) Solid State takes pride in all their home remodeling projects. Solid State specializes in bathroom remodeling, kitchen renovation, window and door installation, custom design work, and more, including painting, flooring, drywall, sidewall, decks. Decks. Get your free quote today by calling Nick at 814-397-7854. Solid people, solid solid product, product, solid solid state construction. construction. You know, Tony, with all these renovations from solid state, I think we might have kicked up some bad energy around here. Yeah, oh oh, yeah. Luckily, we know just the people to go see. I, I know it this time. It's Ghostbusters. No, Tony. Our friends at Cauldron and Thorn. Wow. I feel really dumb right now, and I can't believe I didn't think of Cauldron and Thorn, uh, the world's largest witchcraft and metaphysical shop, with everything a person needs to channel the spirit world. Practice some self-care. Find enlightenment. Curse your enemies. Protect yourself from your enemies. Bless your friends. Cleanse your space from negative energies. You can check out all the magical wares available at these For these different practices, we all love and enjoy at Cauldron and Thorn, 2724 West 8th Street, or online at cauldronandthorn.com. This week, we have an incredible guest for you. Hello and welcome, ladies. We're super excited to have you here. We got Adele, the director of Tethered, and Nikki, creative genius of Tethered. 
happy to be here. Thank I'm you, super excited to talk about this. This is going to be a really fun show. Yay. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming down and hanging out with Thank us Thank you today. so much for having us yeah, on. Thank We're you. super excited to talk about it. Yes. Adele is also, if you guys haven't been paying attention, Adele <laughs> is one of our co-leads for Kara Normal. She's going to be playing Kara's sister, Jess. So that's also super exciting. Very excited. Very excited. And the lead in the film is also a part of Tethered. Tethered, Right. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's amazing. So much talent. We are super blessed to have a talented crew that's doing all sorts of other fun stuff around Erie. We're kind of on pause right now till Tether Graps before we really get into our rehearsals and our production, but I am so excited to talk to you guys about Tether today. I think it's gonna be super interesting. I feel like you guys have been kind of keeping it a secret for a long time about what Tethered actually is. It's, you know, it's funny because kind of, but also it has taken us a while to really figure out how to accurately describe it. Hmm. So, okay, so (laughs) I'm just gonna give you my vision of what I'm imagining in my head. Awesome. It's gonna be Paca, all decorated, looking, I don't know, I feel like a noir aesthetic, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in there and there's gonna be different actors all over the place that are gonna RP a role, like role play a role, and I'm just gonna ask them weird questions and they're <gasps> gonna stay in character and tell me different things that are gonna kind of lead me in different directions around this immersive experience. Hmm. Well, that was a very in-depth. That's well, I've been I thinking about this constantly. About yeah. You guys aren't telling me anything, so all right. I'm left to is my own devices here to oh. try and imagine how this is gonna work. Can't wait to enlighten you. Uh, so it's, I'm completely wrong then. There's no, nothing like that. No, you're totally not wrong. you're not completely totally, wrong to- at all. You should have told me I was totally wrong anyway. Uh-huh. You have no idea what you're talking about. Don't speak until you're spoken to. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. oh my god. This <laughs> is what tethered is about. That's a whole different kind of experience. It's it's like Fight Club. Fight Club. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just show up and experience Well, what are you guys doing here? Why did we come? I don't know. There's a cat. That's probably why I'm here. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Gideon is our resident studio manager. She's hanging out. She's not on screen right now, but she is down here in the building making sure that we are doing a good job talking about Tethered and staying on task and on point. Absolutely. And this, this is like a huge production, too. There's a lot of people. Like, how many people do you think are on the crew together? Oh, God. Um, we keep saying 50, but I, I think, just feel like... I think it probably is about 50 okay. at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, with including the production team and mm-hmm. the volunteers and the actors and the dancers and the hosts and... Yeah, it's it's a, a big it's pe- a lot of people. Absolutely. And you guys have been going really hard and working on this for a long time. It's been a year. A year. A year. Yeah, it came up in my memories. We took a picture of like our first meeting. You weren't even I in the picture even because yet. you weren't even involved <laughs> yet. And we took a picture and it was one year ago. So, yeah, it that. has been a long time coming and it has evolved into many different things and this product care of our creative genius uh, is definitely where it needed to be heading. So it's super exciting. Absolutely. And do you think that a year's a long time to be working on a project? It is, but we needed it. Yeah. Like it's not even it, enough. Yeah. <laughs> if we had another six months, I'd be okay with yeah, it. A year right. was crunch time. It, it, 
yeah. I was talking to Jesse, and it seems like this is taking all of his Jesse it James is. taking it all is. of his time, and he's really mm-hmm. everybody he's, seems super committed. Everyone, I think that's that's the other thing is everyone is so invested in uh, the story and the premise and just the production in general that we are putting every moment that we have uh, into this. And like coming up with schedules for rehearsals for dancers and actors, like it's that was like figuring out a Rubik's cube <laughs> to to figure out when we can rehearse all these different things and right. and really and make sure that then <laughs> really make sure that everyone's getting enough uh, attention to you know their their characters and and what they you know feel comfortable doing. So it's been a lot of work, but I I wouldn't change it. Boy, Kitty Yay. is going crazy over there right now. She's <laughs> digging the vibes. You well, guys she's are putting excited. Out. Yeah. yeah, I love it. She wants to come see Tether too. Our cats are out. That makes sense. She um, could be my date. Yeah. So a lot of character research. These people are going to be playing roles that we're going to be able to interact with. That's like in the press release and stuff like that. I think, mm-hmm. and they're going to be very committed and invested. Are there people that are in character right now, probably, that are refusing to break hardcore are, method acting style? Are you in character are right now? Are you in now? character right now? No. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not in character at all. I don't have a character. So I'm just me. Okay. I might, no, I'm in my director character. character that, very that's the character I am playing right yes. now. I have that that hat on. So Absolutely. Do you yeah. have a fancy chair? I actually do have a director's oh, chair. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I actually do have one. It's up in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't know why. Wait, why we yeah, don't direct anything in my night. bedroom. I'm, okay. That I know of. I demand that the next time I'm at your house. The director chair? Director chair? Yeah. Okay. I want to see you sitting in it. It's fine. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. That's Dur- great. That's great. I feel like I, I love when you tell us chair. what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay well good because i am going to do that a lot i love it <laughs> it's the only way i listen is when people yell at me mm-hmm. oh That's i don't important. yell i'm just very serious like when i am in director mode i'm a mm-hmm. very different person mm-hmm. um i'm usually very like bubbly and like easygoing and fun and yay mm-hmm. but like the second i put that director hat on like it doesn't matter who you are i am serious and you're gonna be serious right and, and everybody listens yeah everybody well, it's a huge level of dedication, you know yeah. what I mean? And everybody involved is taking this super seriously. So I would expect everybody to be kind of like on point when it's mm-hmm. time to be on point. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Because things don't get done if people are just messing around all they the time. They do not. I feel like to be a director, you have to be good at getting people to listen to you. Yeah. That's like one of the main parts of the job. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it... It comes from a lot of years of of acting, obviously, and knowing that, you know, to respect the director. So coming from that experience and also being able to command an audience, if you will, uh, which is part of acting. But also, um, you know, I I have a degree in education. Mm -hmm. So um, and I ran a daycare for six years. So yes, my authoritative teacher voice will come out, and and so yeah, that helps. <laughs> that helps in being a director is having those experiences, right? Guiding people and getting people to, you know, stick to the script, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, 
Were you guys uh, ever thinking about anywhere else? I know it's at PACA right now, and it's all four fours. It's five. Five, five floors. Five, wow. floors. five floors. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it, right? <laughs> and all of those floors are unique and cool, too. So I can't wait to see how you have it all laid yeah. out and designed. Yeah, and it's, uh, there are even floors that have multiple things going mm-hmm. on. So it's really, I think it's eight, like mm-hmm. eight different experiences, Scenes, essentially. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And they'll all be going on simultaneously, and we'll kind of work our way through it. Yes. Is there I'll, some sort I'll of... I'll let you talk more about that mm. part. Yeah. Yeah, it's one hour that loops three times. You'll never be able to see everything, even if you come both nights. Boom. Sorry. Sorry. That's uh, choice is yours. I'm going to go real fast. I'll make it. <laughs> the choice is yours. What do you want to see? Uh. <laughs> So do you guys have like a a directory when you walk in or a map or something? Yeah, there will be something that will describe what is happening in each space. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, in the city gallery, that Mm -hmm. scene is about a first date um, at an art gallery. Very nice. Um, So that'll be listed like city gallery, first date. Mm -hmm. So you'll know what. Mm-hmm. to choose from or what you're walking into, essentially. Are we looking at, like, a, a Cloud Atlas type situation where we have the first date and then the second date or something with the same characters played by different people in different areas? Um, Not, like, the second date, but it is the, the, the two same, same char- characters played by different people. Oh, that's so, so cool. So definitely there's, you know, there's a first date scene, there's... This scene, like that, Colleen um, is in, is in a bathroom, okay. and her counterpart is in a, a bathroom right next to her, and they are doing their own things, but like at the same time, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so that's like a another scene. There's a scene where they're uh, rehearsing for. Uh, like the ballerinas rehearsing mm-hmm. for something. So you have that scene with the curator. There's just. It's not like a timeline, no. essentially. Mm-hmm. It's just different aspects of what could happen in these types of relationships. Yeah. Interesting. It's literally like a nonlinear story. Like you're seeing every, you're looking, if you look at a relationship as a whole and all the different parts of the relationship, how it started, where it was at in the middle, where you were at at the demise of that relationship, where they were at individually after that relationship was over, you're getting all the sides. So it's kind of like a choose your own adventure type deal? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Those are my mm-hmm. favorite kind of books. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm more excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something where there it's not possible for two people to see the same things. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, it it's just will not. never happen. It mm-hmm. seems really I'm really interested in the same character being portrayed by different people. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be really interesting and fun to see because I'm sure that everybody is trying to, you know, mimic the same character or be the same character, but there's also going to be a little bit of difference between how one actor or actress portrays him and how yep. another one. Oh, absolutely. And I like to I like it think of it more like they're portraying an archetype Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you have you know the female in the relationship who is we refer to as the ballerina and the male in the relationship who we refer to as the curator Mm -hmm. so those archetypes of different people in relationships that are you know either abusive or addictive or controlling or whatever um, they might not all seem like the same person but they are the mm-hmm. same person so and i guess that's uh, kind of where you're is at that one of the secrets did you just 
No, that's not a secret. Oh, no. <laughs> I will give no secrets. Oh. I love it. What were you going to say, Nikki? I was going to say where you're at in the relationship, too, because we all change as we go through things. So you're going to see different levels of that character, where they're at at the beginning and where they're at at the end is different. So, hmm. And it's going to be dependent on which scenes you go to see? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Are you guys going to do this again? I oh, would I love to. I would love to do it Tethered again. Tethered, too? Oh, yeah. We want, I mean, I would love to make it like... This is just our thing that we yeah, do. We do tethered. Brand. Tether, it's the brand. I always had this idea of tethered being like, we just tell a different story. It's the same concept, mm -hmm. um, but we, every year, it's a different story that we tell. Kind of like. Whose uh, story are we going to tell right. next year? That's okay. a very marketable idea. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The logo was designed so that it could be branded. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Per show, per story. So. I think that's a really cool too. Yeah. Um, I personally greatly enjoy series where it's almost like entirely different each time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you see one episode and it's about A, B, and C and they're doing whatever. And then the next episode is entirely different, mm -hmm. but it all kind of follows that same yep. brand or that same yes. archetype. Have you watched 100%. the show Criminals? I haven't seen on, Criminals. I think it's on Netflix. You should watch that because that's exactly, it's like, like an interrogation room and the like cops detectives or whatever are always the same people but it, the criminal is always somebody different and the very mm. first guy was oh, Dave Tennant which was so cool that he it's just like all these different people in their different situations so it's it's like exactly what you're talking Almost about. Almost like uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of like that. You know, how they have the same like, core group for each one, but yes. they're always playing different people and doing yeah. different yes. things. Yes, I love that. Exactly. Very cool, very cool. Um, where do you guys, are you, like, how many people are coming? How many, how many people are gonna be going through it? Well, Rough estimate now. Uh, are, are we looking at like 100 people, oh, 200 no. people? Like, It'll be, wait more than that we pre-sold 179 tickets wow. with our kickstarter um and then we're selling tickets through eerie reader now so i mean we're at like probably 200 we're over 200 we're right yeah, now. over 200 tickets per right night. now no that's just all together all together right um but and we, there's going to be like a little bit of scheduling involved too oh yeah we yes. have to know you know when people are coming that's the other thing um because we have to make sure that we don't oversell one night. Yep. And right. Yep. Or does it matter when they show up? Uh, I mean, not really, but I would highly recommend getting there at the beginning because you're you're going to want to see as many things as you can. Right. Mm -hmm. And it only goes for an hour and then it's done. And then it starts over again. Oh, okay. So over. yeah, so like if you didn't come until eight o'clock, mm -hmm. you would only see an hour's worth of eight different scenes. Oh, You're gonna okay. wanna come back tomorrow if you come at eight o'clock. Yeah, right. don't come at eight o'clock, that's How dumb. many scenes are there? What is there? The, you said eight. 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 eight, yeah. Okay. And if you're anything like Tony and I, you're gonna do your best to try to see everything that you say yeah. we're not gonna yeah. see. So right. We need every minute. Now that you've we challenged got. us, that yeah. said yeah. that we can. That and that's that's the crazy thing is because you, because everything's happening at the same time on each floor to the same track of music, yes. like you would literally have to watch each scene for an hour. Each scene is an hour. 
yeah. a full hour and it tells a full story. Yeah. Holy cow. So that's why, like, there's no, there's no way you, you can see, see everything. Even Not if even if I come both nights. nights. No. no. You really have to make a choice. Yeah. That's, then that's kind of what it's about. Is that, yeah. yeah, I was going to say that are you must be part of the... the story and are you going to get a happy ending or not? Mm. Do because I want a happy ending? Because the whole thing is it's like real life doesn't always have happy endings. Yeah. Right. And de- depending on what the last thing you see is, yeah. it might not you be might a not happy get ending. Right. Yeah, I want the happy ending story. <laughs> oh. So like, I know we're not going to say it on air, but just tell me what for. What yeah, which one is that? Four five, you know? Well, Don't tell him, though. That's <laughs> just I'm, not, I'm not yeah. saying. Good. Boo. But, Don't. It, but there is. There is hope. There yes. is. There is hope. Yes. Which is very also... important. Well, yeah, we're partnering with Stay Finette to have um, counselors on every floor and safe rooms on at least three or four of the floors so that if anybody who goes throughout these scenes is feeling triggered or highly emotional because mm-hmm. these scenes involve, um, we have scenes of alcoholism, domestic violence, um, depression, trauma, um, abuse, things like that. They're trained to spot if somebody is being triggered or looks like they need help, and they can guide you to a room where you can kind of just step out of it and take a breather and reflect. That's good. So you guys, like, went all in on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's not just for the audience members, too. I mean, thinking, like, before and after for our cast and crew because the story that's being told is a real story, and it's a story that every person, most every person, has either lived themselves personally or know somebody that lived it and so the people that are playing these roles are like insanely touched and moved by this because it's their story too sure that's the whole concept of tethered it's not one person's story it's everybody's story because we are all connected right Mm -hmm. so we want to make sure that they have the protection they need too that when they're done if they need to step away because they're probably going to need to it's very emotional like the emotions you're going to see portrayed by some of these actors and actresses as you're going through and dancers are real yeah. For real. So uh, when you were putting together Tethered, is it like, did you take, not not notes, that's not the right word. Did you take a little bit of like the actor's stories towards writing it? Or is it like you wrote it out and gave it to the actors? Just because you were saying it's a little bit of each of their stories. Where what? do we start? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it all started... Uh, with Nikki's story, mm-hmm. um, that's that's why she's the creative genius. Yeah. I mean, this Am all. Am I allowed to tell it or not? Uh, I don't. Is it a secret? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's up to you. You're the director. I don't and know. And the creative genius. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. I don't story know. Or not. It's okay. Don't tell it. We don't won't tell. tell. It. I promise. I'm not trying. Maybe you can tell us afterwards. I don't think we yeah. can tell it. I don't think we, we can tell it. For, yeah. But but it it was based on. Nikki's experience, um, experiences that mm-hmm. she had, and in taking her story and writing scenes, um, I know f- as you know, I was writing them, and our right. other writer, Kristen, um, the three of us just kind of collaborating and writing these scenes and putting them together to this timeline. It absolutely, I we all drew a lot from our own lives sure. and it has made it more real and more um, available, attainable yeah. for the actors and actresses because they can relate so much. So they are taking something that we have written and, and, and making it their own. 100%. Very cool. 
Very cool. And how how big is like the creative writing team? Is it the three? It's the three of us. Yeah. 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 Cool. And how many people joined in? Well, you're up to 50 now. So there's eight scenes, each one with two characters, sometimes more, at least two. Yeah. At least two. Some four, five, some are just two. Some scenes are one. And some are like 15. Yeah. I mean, there's... yeah, it there's dancers. <laughs> Is there going to be flash mobs? No. That's no what I'm. Ho- I was like expecting <laughs> oh, that. Like no. you're kind of meandering through and inter- I thought I would be like talking to these characters, and then all of a sudden they'd flash into like a scene. Well, they might if they you, might. they're in and the then, middle like, of a flash scene mobs and you're and talking will be dancing, to them. Oh, and I might be in the middle of the dance floor and have to do the dance too because they're just. I don't think the me. ballerinas would like that. <laughs> Wait, can I just tell you that this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life is keep It's not talk about it. Oh yeah. my gosh, you guys, I am an open book and the first time in my life I've had to just be quiet and it is so hard. Was that a big part of like the whole goal in doing this is keeping it secret and keeping, because you are doing something very creative and very innovative and very new and something that I've never seen before i had an idea of like maybe this exists somewhere but it's mm-hmm. the first time i'll ever actually be going to why something don't you talk like this. about sleep no more sleep no more yeah this is well that's how john and i connected john and i met up and he was telling me i was sharing just my personal life and my story and he was saying i just went to this event in new york city called sleep no more um and he's like we went it was seven floors Everybody was masked. The audience members were masked, right? So it was very anonymous. Hmm. He said there was the same music was playing all throughout the entire building. Follow a character around, stay in a room. He said it was, um, there were very intimate, <laughs> intimate type situations where it was just at one point, the immersive part was you and an actor. And whatever that story is, you would catch parts of the story that maybe everybody else didn't really get. He just said that it was the most life-changing experience he's ever had. Hmm. I mean, that piecing together your own story and all the audience members being anonymous and then just feeling that. I don't know. He just said it was the most incredible experience. He's like, I want to bring this to Erie. (laughs) How can we do it? (laughs) And music seems to be a big part. Is that all original? Yes, it's all original music. So um, I, I can't. I don't know what I'm allowed to share. <laughs> you wrote some I music. Did wrote, I did write some of the music, but the original score, the main original score, um, was created by Tony Gray. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And it's amazing. It is. It's <laughs> phenomenal. And and writing, what is it, like f- It's 50 54 minutes, minutes because my song minutes. is six minutes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. writing that much music to a story that – you don't really know and changes on each floor so it has to kind of coordinate and it go through all the different areas Mm -hmm. you know and so he had to just vibe it and get it and he got it i don't even know how he did it i don't either but it and we all listened to it and we're like jaw drop this is (laughs) it what is happening multiple uh creative geniuses so many so many creative geniuses oh my my gosh that is one thing that Erie is definitely blessed with. Yeah. Is very talented and oh creative artists. That is 100% accurate. It's such a blessing being in a room with so many people that are like that. It's just the energy is whew, yeah. crazy. Tuning in and synchronizing and working off each other and building off each other is 
incredibly, yeah. it can be extremely dynamic, you know? I yeah. think that's how all the best things come about. It's yeah. never just like one person sitting in a room. Maybe sometimes it's one person sitting in a room by themselves, but a lot of times it's, you know, it's a group effort, it's a mm-hmm. team. Yeah, I think for me being a new person into this, cause I've never done anything like this before, watching everybody just get it. Like everybody just got it. Mm-hmm. And, and every time a new person would come in, and we'd tell them the story and we're like, here's what we need you to create. They nailed it. Every person nailed it. It's incredible. It really is. Good. You're yeah. surrounded by a good group. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it helps when you can pick. <laughs> you yeah. can pick and choose who you want. Yeah. Right. Mm. Were there a lot of people that wanted to be in this that were? Um... There were a lot of people who were interested. Way more than we could ever have possibly used. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... I think goes to show how how much the art community especially is looking for something like this because it's never happened before. So mm-hmm. of course you want to be involved, right. you know? And I think that's really awesome. And I think that like the sharing of skills and the coming together of such a big production is something that is attractive because I might be um, you know, into videography and photography and stuff like that. But you know what? I would love to learn other things about, you know, the sound engineering and all yep. the other things that go in there. And uh, that in itself would make me motivated to want to be a part of this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of the people that are involved greatly appreciate that aspect of Absolutely. being able to work with We've other people. We've had people come in that have just expressed a desire to want to learn production design and are now running with it. And the things that they're learning and the beautiful creative energy they're bringing in is just awesome. Yeah. yeah. A lot of new people. Yeah. There, I mean, there are. It's all technically people. new people because nobody's ever done something like this right. around here. But <laughs> right. Yeah. We're all new. Yeah. For this. For this. For, for this. sure. But does that make it easier? Like you don't have expectations. Like if you did it again in a year, I feel, would it be like mm. it oh, has to compare to what yeah. happened before? I think, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, doing it for the first time, especially because I mean, neither Nikki or myself got to see Sleep No More. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just kind of basing this on. I guess this is what it. Yeah. It should Going be for it. or could yeah. be or, <laughs> you know, this is just what, what we're doing. I, right. I mean, uh, yeah. it just is. Yeah. And, the, yeah, the first time you do something, you, it's You're always going to be it. a little bit. Ugh. You're waiting yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah. But depending on how it goes, and I'm sure it'll be amazing. Oh, I would amazing. love to do it next year and have have a better grasp on yeah. on all the, the moving yeah. parts mm-hmm. that I just uh, to be honest didn't even think about yeah there's a lot I think that we would do early on that we didn't realize needed to be done early on Mm -hmm. um, that would give us more time to just think through it think through the process and get things in line but we're killing it right now (laughs) yeah even with it being a brand new thing we're making it work it's really cool and it seems like a lot of people have at least some sort of skill or ability yes. coming into this. Like they haven't done anything like Tethered, but they've acted before. They've mm-hmm. created music before. They've mm-hmm. done different things before that kind of lend themselves to Absolutely. a bigger production. Like Yeah, tethered. and it's it's unusual to get to combine so many of those different skill sets, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's, you know, dance or building things or the you know the video production or just anything there 
like where would you where would you get to do that with right. that just amazing group of eclectic yeah. people? I you know. wouldn't think in Erie, Pennsylvania. You sure wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. It's Put right. Erie on the map. We exactly. do cool yeah. shit. We do Ooh, cool okay? shit. No, yeah, All you people that are watching out there, <laughs> fuck we want. We fucking do it. We're not fucking around. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm allowed if to that swear. I felt question. really bad. I was like, oh no. No, it's it's totally fine. Okay. Um, good. We lead by example. We're sorry, children. <laughs> well, shit. This show is for the children, though. So this yeah. is for the children. It's that always for great. the children. But yeah, you're tethered is not for the children. Don't bring the children. Do not bring your children. No, there's a couple sixteen-year-olds coming. That would be traumatizing. It's gonna be. I've worn them. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Rated R. Rated R. Yes. Hard for both of them because they were personally involved in the story, so it's gonna be tough. Mm. Yeah, they're the only kids I really know that are coming. Yeah. I'm not recommending that people bring their kids. No. No. Not child-friendly event. No. No. Cool. They wouldn't really fully understand. No. It. And three hours is a long time, a long time. Oh, yeah. to be walking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you, some adults are going to have a hard time. I know. We're going to have to I know get, there's gonna gonna some gonna get some new people coming in going, I don't know what I just walked into. This is weird. <laughs> so wear your comfy shoes. Yes. Please. Wear something comfortable. Yeah. Sweatpants. Sure. We don't care if you I don't sweatpants. care. I feel like I shouldn't wear sweatpants, though. Come in and ready to just Whatever. get into it. I'm going to address something fancy, I think. Yeah, well, but yeah. with comfortable shoes. With comfortable <laughs> shoes. Yes. We're going to wear suits. Do Full it. Suits. Please Full do suits. You'll fit right in. I'm Ooh, wearing yeah. a bat onesie. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, what just we just light. lost one of our lights. That's all right, though. <gasps> I like it. It's an energy it's thing. Yeah. Oh, we I scared it away. It's just a sign. <laughs> I just sucked all the light out of it. Oh, that one right there. It was the big one. I love it. It's okay. We're still good. I was like looking around trying to figure out. We got a bunch of new lights and stuff around here, so I don't know where they're all at yet. But that's okay. We still look good on camera. Yeah, we still yeah, look we're good. We're still killing it. Light just couldn't keep up. <laughs> that's right. There's too much going on here. Too much. Yes. Um, do you think that made it easier to do this in Erie versus a bigger city just because there already is that kind of artist community around here? Not that other cities don't have artist communities, but I feel mm. like it's easy to know a lot of people that are very talented. Yes and no, I guess. Um, I think it would have been easier to do in a larger city because there probably would have been more money to do more things. And I think that has been one of our biggest struggles. Like, yeah, we have the people, we have the talent, but like we have to be able to do it. Get the stuff, right. Supporting something new scares people. Yeah. It just does. It's, It's like anything. Like you try to put together a business, you go to the bank. They're mm-hmm. not going to give you the money if you can't prove that you've already right, done it yeah. successfully. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. So exactly. yeah, that has so made this it. This is our proof of concept. Yeah. Is tethered going to work? I say yes, but let's find out. It sure is. And then tethered two. <gasps> tethered two. Bring it in. <laughs> yeah. Get those sponsorships and those investors. Yeah. And all that They're going to be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they will be. They will. will because it's going to be awesome. I, yeah. I, and we are, um, because some people bought, uh, you know, different packages or whatever that included, like, video. Because there are people for, who don't live here who mm-hmm. wanted to participate and okay. donate. Um, and so those people uh, were able to purchase, like, a video kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really sure how John's going to do that. Yeah. But I... I'm interested to see yeah. what that will look like. Yeah. It's going to be nice. 
because there's a lot of people that either aren't around or are not able even to it's hard with three hours sure. in the five floors they get to live it too and it's going to be really cool yeah 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 that's a very nice feature and i think that like over since COVID and stuff a lot of stuff's been moving that direction yeah. that way you don't have to be there in person yeah. and they'll yeah give you a live stream link or however it is they'll edit something together and make it nice for you to be able to participate and still be able Mm -hmm. to watch plus it'll be good to have for marketing oh yeah if if we wanted to do some more stuff with it we could be like look how cool this video is exactly that's what it's all about well that's not what it's all about but that's definitely (laughs) like hugely important it is and having the proof of concept and showing people that you can do something and be successful, especially when it's an incredibly wild, maybe an incredibly large undertaking, like some mm. like tethered is Yeah, where yeah. it's five fours and 50 plus people all working and acting and doing everything. Yes. Started as a small concept and it turned into a huge concept. Yeah. I don't think we ever imagined we'd be doing five floors. Sure. Didn't maybe we <laughs> thought we were doing two. <laughs> It turned into five, but that's what happens when you get creative people in a room and we all just start spitballing ideas Mm -hmm. and we're all highly passionate about making it come to life. And we're like, can we do this? And we're like, we can do this. Do you think if uh, like the years go by and it gets more and more successful, more floors? No. (laughs) Maybe more rooms. You need a bigger building. More rooms. More More rooms. Yes. More More floors. No. That's a lot. That is all the floors. And you have to think like logistics of people going in. I mean, we're actually very concerned about like people's safety and all of that. Sure. So you have to take all of that stuff into consideration. Yeah. I don't know if we want. Yeah, that safety step. Moving forward. props around up and down floors is not the most fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's um, such a great space, but it all, yeah. it has limitations. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll find that anywhere. It's, yeah. it's nothing is ever going to be perfect, and it's about utilizing what is available to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Cool thing about the floors, though, is it could, depending on who's there at what point, it could be a very intimate scene for somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you find yourself on a floor that nobody else is on, right. of a big building, that could be a very powerful, intimate thing for you. So. Should and there, that? there will be uh, because not everyone wants to be interacted with, and mm-hmm. it will be more of the performers deciding they want to involve you. Um, so you'll there will be like a different colored wristband so that the actors know who is interested in being, right. you know, participate mm-hmm. uh, because we don't want people to feel uncomfortable. Or like they have to get involved, right. um, so that kind of gives them a little bit more of a, a wall of protection to just watch. So, so with so. the interaction of <laughs> sorry, That's the good. the interaction of the audience, things can get pretty unpredictable. That's um, yeah. and how how strictly to the script do, are your actors and actresses staying versus where are they allowed to? Um, make up their own interpretations or make changes or um, I forget the word improvise. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're looking at me. Oh, I yeah, I you're gonna let me answer that. Sure. Oh, I, I, I mean I can answer, answer if you that. want to, but oh, go ahead. <laughs> you're the director. <laughs> she looked at me like like here you go. You're ready. Oh, I'm in it with her all the time. But you are. Yeah. Um, 
Now I forgot what the question was. Well, we were okay. asking about so improvisation. Oh, okay. Yes. So, yes, there is a lot of the actors having a ton of freedom yes. to uh, be physical in whatever way they're comfortable with, um, whatever they think fits the scene. Most of their limitations are music related. Mm -hmm. So, like, this certain thing has to happen at this time in the music because it's important right. for to one keep the reason. Yeah, yeah, to keep the timeline. Mm -hmm. And because all the floors are hearing the same music and using the same music, it is important that that is consistent. Yeah, sure. Um, that's really the main thing that they do have to stick to is the the music cues essentially and uh we do have you know some specific things that we want them to say or a specific you know action like you know it's really important for you to pick this item up and do such and such or right, whatever of course. um but as far as them doing what they feel like that that is better. <laughs> the yeah. more they can do whatever they're feeling in the moment, the more real it'll be for, you know, anyone watching and um it got real real <laughs> the other night at our rehearsal. Oh. Um it got real real. It got real real. Um and that was just a, a bare bones rehearsal in my living room mm -hmm. and there was tears and there was emotion. Emotion. And, I mean, and there was a point chills. where you're like are you acting or are you really okay? Yeah. It it was hard to tell what was really happening. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I was so moved. Wow. So mm -hmm. it was pretty much the same question, but I do have a little extension <laughs> that I was thinking of. It right. wasn't totally the same, especially with, with it being multiple floors and everything going on. This is like the negative side of things. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but like how do you plan or do you plan for – what your actors do since it's an immersive experience if someone wants to be intentionally disruptive or kind of like a jackass mm. you got well, security we do sure we do, do have security uh on each floor like legit security yeah. like they can up. arrest you wow yeah yeah Good. legit security and we also have volunteers who will be stationed in each of the sections just to make sure that no one is harassing any mm -hmm. of the actors or yeah. being inappropriate or mm -hmm. whatever because the safety of the of the performers is the most important thing yeah. you know we, we don't want to put them in a situation where they mm -hmm. don't feel safe or comfortable yeah. um so yeah we we we've have thought about it in all the ways yeah we've thought about it security we've thought about it physically mentally emotionally like we don't take this lightly at all. You I mean, yes, it's a performance covered. and this cool new thing, but we want to make sure that as people go through it, they feel safe in all the ways. I just know, like, different kinds of things, but I've been to, like, murder mysteries or, like, haunted sure. houses where people are, like, playing within the rules. Oh, yeah. But they're being intentionally difficult mm -hmm. because they know that they have an opportunity to... Right. make themselves part of the show. Mm -hmm. you, know? yeah, you see that as, a lot in comedy with like hecklers and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been doing interactive dinner theater for, I don't know, a decade, I don't know. And I absolutely have dealt with those people. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Okay, so here's a funny story. So <laughs> the very first year that we did the murder mystery on the Victorian Princess, um, and it was the very first show, and no one had ever done a murder mystery on the Victorian Princess. So we already were like, oh, God, I hope this works. Right. Um, the very first night, there was a guy who kept wanting to insert himself. And because of how the boat is set up, like, you're, like, right there, and the actor's right here. So they, like, people feel comfortable doing that. Uh, and this guy just would not let up, would not let up. And one of our actors, Tony, who also is in Tethered, mm-hmm. um, his character was had like a f- really funny bit that he was about to do. And this guy <laughs> got on his phone and called his son, took his phone, walked up to Tony in the middle of the scene and said, hey, Talk to my and he was drunk, obviously. I was gonna hey. say this guy had to. He was wasted. so drunk. He was like, "Hey, tell my son who the murderer is." <laughs> and Tony, as the absolute professional that he is, took the guy's phone and said, "Your father is drunk." Handed the phone back, made the guy sit down, and everyone clapped. Yeah. <laughs> That's always that. the way it, it is. Too. Was. And then he just went on with the scene. And and luckily, I, I feel like, you know, most of the actors that I have chosen for these roles have done interactive theater before. So Tony, Colleen, mm-hmm. um, Chad, Laura, Lisa, Jassy, they've, they've all mostly done a lot of interactive stuff. So they've experienced some they pretty stupid shit. <laughs> I guess that's what I was kind of thinking, too, not, like, just beyond, like, you know, there's security, there's people to, like, calm down the rabble-rousers, but, like, practicing with the actors to be able to stay on their mark. Yeah. Even if they have something, like, someone throw them a curveball. That's Mm got to be a lot tougher. Well, maybe not. I'm not an actor. You are. Uh, (laughs) But I imagine it's got to be a lot tougher than, like, being on a stage doing a play where you you expect the audience to just kind of sit there. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, part of the fun of doing something like this is improving, is mm-hmm. coming up with stuff on the fly. And some of the best material you'll ever get is when something unexpected like that happens and you just come up with a, a response on the fly. And then you're like, oh, my God, that was so great. I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's what gets an actor's mind you know, exercises, you know, how in character are you? Like, mm-hmm. prove it. Mm-hmm. So we want to be, like, on one end of the don't do spectrum. It's be, like, a harassing jackass. I guess it's this end. This is the extreme to me. The other extreme is, like, dancing with the ballerinas. Yeah, yeah, right. that would not. If they like... want to be a jackass, go to the first date scene because there's yeah. a bunch of jackasses. There's so many jackasses in that scene. <laughs> Ooh, man, that scene is something else. End of the day, I think that anybody that's watching this and preparing to go to Tethered, don't be a fucking asshole and be wasted. Yeah, please don't. Let the actors be the entertainment and not you. You Like, you paid the money to to come see this. Like, don't waste your money by getting kicked out after 20 minutes because you're a dick face. Yeah. Don't Um, do it. Don't do it. Don't. Just stunted your healing journey. 
It's supposed to be a healing it's journey. It's supposed to be a healing journey. Quit, Shut up and growth. get healed. <laughs> yeah. Go to the safe room here and time You out. are the kind of person who needs this story. Literally. So shut up and pay attention. Although if it does happen, and it's not going to, things are going to run smooth. But if it does happen later down the road in the years that come, you can make another interactive yeah. uh, event that involves that. Absolutely. It's like a meta you thing, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or maybe you're just asking for it in certain scenes. I think that's kind of what Dave was saying. Like set it up for the audience to. Oh, yeah. 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 Be an asshole. Yeah. Or like who wants to yeah. yell? Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Prompt people. I'm thinking of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man. I miss doing Rocky. Oh. It was like the first year Packa hasn't done Rocky, I feel like. In it's a been a f- No, it's been a few years because we did it. Uh, let's see, 2015, 16, and 17. And I feel like it. I did it when we were in COVID. Really? Maybe. Maybe I'm imagining here? something. Did yeah, we. I went to a few plays up at Paco during COVID. I don't remember if it was Rocky or not. Maybe it was some, not. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you it was not. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> if I, they did Rocky without me knowing about it, I would have had to have been like in a coma. <laughs> yeah. My brain doesn't always like to work all the time. I've been, I have seen Rocky performed up there a number of times. So. Well, then you saw me. I'm so. sure I did. I'm I played certain. Columbia. That's a good in all th- all three years. Always. And who's role. the guy who always plays the the handsome man? John Schoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it. It's a good time. I was bummed. We were trying to. We almost made a, a trip down to Pittsburgh or Meatville or somewhere that. Was I've actually me. never seen it live like i i had i had never seen the movie before i got cast and (laughs) i was like oh wow (laughs) this is this is a new thing for me (laughs) that was wild but i've still never gone to see it and i would love to i'd love to experience it from the audience side and do all those callbacks and throw things and it's fun yeah and a bunch of places were doing it like they were showing it but they weren't like it wasn't the live performance, and I was like, eh, I don't know, yeah. Ew. I could watch the movie at home, right? Yeah. Do you yell at the TV when you're at home? No, I'll it's sing along a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not as fun. I'll sing along, but no, I'm not like they don't give me like a goodie bag of things to yeah. throw at different points and missing out. I don't know. I mean, I yell at sports games at home. Well, so like, I mean, you're that's a little bit different. To. You're yeah. supposed to. I mean. Yeah. Maybe like the scene you really like that you I've never seen it, but like you usually yell, you just sit on your couch and Yeah. Well despite like seeing it a million times, or like maybe not a million, but like I don't know, four or five times, I still miss like most of the callbacks anyway and luckily somebody next to me is like doing it and then I'm like, Oh, okay, here we go. This is my time. Here I go, yeah. You know? That's cool. Yeah, cool. it's important to have other people that uh, know what they're doing to keep me in line most of the time. Yeah. Well, and I think that will help with Tethered is that there will be so many people from the theater community yeah. there supporting it and sure. watching it and experiencing it that they can hopefully set an example for this is how you should behave Right. You know, um, people should just know how to fuck. They behave. should, but you they should? don't. They never do. And Ugh. like you're like people are are not allowed to have their phones out because no phones. There, no phones. there's no phones. No um, and it's for not three hours for three hours. What if somebody messages me on Instagram? 
they won't. I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I would have a hard time with this rule because I love to go everywhere and document everything I do. I'm a concert goer. I go to right. like 10 concerts a year and I'm like always out. You're taking pictures during our podcast or videos. She, I she, know. She's You're always, our first one who's I'm ever done always, this. No, actually she documents no, everything. I document because I don't want to forget. And I went to one of my 10 concerts this year was like no phones. And it was the one, the one I would have wanted to. And I was mm. like, what do you do? So I was like, we went Somebody's to, gonna do it. <laughs> I went to a comedy show in Don't New cheat. in New York, uh, New York City in September. And while you're waiting in line outside, they take your phone and oh. bag it, mm -hmm. and they seal it up, and they uh. put a number on it. They give it to you when you sit back down. They're I like, did. I would love if we had. The, so, a way to do that, but I don't think Here's we the have. thing, especially for people like me that are big documenters. I mean, I'm living on the cuspy edge of like a millennial and a, what's the other one? I don't, I don't know. know. Gen X? Or Something. Gen Z. I'm kind of on X, the cusp. We're, you know? we're elder millennials. Yes, we are. But like, yeah, it's too. so hard to stay in the moment anymore when you're on your phone. I sure. mean, even, even as much as I know I want to be in the moment, I will give that up to make sure I document it so I don't forget it. So if somebody forces me to be like, you can't be, and I have to be forced to be in the moment, the experience is like, unlike anything. Like, right. And that's a whole point in mm -hmm. this. I mean, it's not even like this is a movie that you can watch some other time or, right. you know, a play that you can go to next week and catch everything. No. Like when you're there, this is the only time this is, this is happening. Right. So why would you want to be distracted in any way, shape or form? And no, you cannot take pictures and videos. And But if you want to remember, we'll have a video for Purchase After. Exactly. Boom. Oh, snap. Yeah, just is saying. that how I get to see everything? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I want to see everything. <laughs> I, we want to see everything and how are we going to? That what? also brings up another interesting thing is like the compartmentalization that I'm imagining is happening among the different floors and among the different like mm -hmm. teams of actors oh, yeah. and production that are in the different areas and stuff like that. That Was that a scary thing to delegate out to them as the like directors? Um, no. I don't think so. Um, because we have a group of such um, talented, capable right. people, like it, it, it was actually very pleasant to be Relating. like, hey, you are literally the best at this, so go do that. And mm -hmm. like Jesse, I could be like, Jesse, here's what I need for this scene production wise. And he's like, got it. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to worry about it, right. you know? So that, that was super easy. That was plenty easy. The sad thing is they all want to see the show, but they're all in it. Yeah. Oh. So how does that happen? They have to watch the video. They're going to have to watch the video. <laughs> they have to watch the video. There That's were right. a lot of people who were like, I really, it's really wanted bummer. to see it, and now I'm in it, and I'm so glad I'm in it, but I really want to see know. it. It's, it's tough. But they're doing good work. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a good opportunity to rotate other people in in the future absolutely like, oh, i want to watch it this time oh yeah yeah absolutely act, well know? and i i did tell the cast like you know on days that they aren't rehearsing like come to a rehearsal of a, someone else's right. sure. scene yeah. because we need people to be in those spaces yeah. so that the actors can get used to having people there so the more ex the more you know practice they get with that the better and that's how. That's the only way they're gonna see the mm -hmm. other scenes. So it's kind of like a win-win. Yeah. They yeah. just.
can't see their own scenes. You just need to spend more time with us. Give yeah. us more of your time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I give them every day of my life. Right. So. Every day. Yeah, you can show up to one rehearsal day. for somebody else. day off for you. I have no days off. There's no day off. I have multiple. And I'm, as I'm also rehearsing for another, another show, show yeah. that I'm in. What is it? Same time next year? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's going to be cool. It um, opens like three days before tethered. Two days. Crazy. It's two days before Valentine's tethered. Valentine's Day. <sighs> yeah. I, oh. I just think you're great. <laughs> what do you like doing better? Acting or directing? Oh, acting. Acting. That's, I don't even. You're just so good at directing. I don't, I want to I'm be. expecting you to like basically direct this movie. <laughs> No, I will not do that. <laughs> I love acting. I acting is you. my absolute passion in life. Mm-hmm. I I want nothing more than to always be no. in something. Yeah. And I I have absolutely enjoyed directing things, but only stuff that I've written. Like uh-huh. I've never directed. I've been asked to for years to direct things at, at different theaters, and mm-hmm. I. I just really don't have any interest in doing that, I guess. Uh, but I like directing the things that I write because yeah. I don't want to be in them because then I don't have enough of an outside perspective. Like, people always assume, like, oh, you wrote it, so I'm assuming you're in it. Well, no. And a lot of people do that. Sure. But I I will not do that. I'm uh, I'm really hoping that with Paranormal, with the cast that we have and the people that are involved, that we're really able to all kind of work together to direct and critique and make something that's going to be really good. Oh, we will. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. We will. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And we showed some, not to give away our secrets, but we showed some restraint by not putting ourselves in it. Yes. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> good job I'm not, good we're not job. writing, directing, and acting in. Right. But Same. there definitely are people that do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have a cameo, though. Ooh, yeah. Because there's a few scenes where there's extras and we might just be. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan does it. Right. So yeah. Why Quentin, not? Quentin does it, yeah, so does Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mel Brooks. Um, who was the comic book guy, too, that was in Spike Lee? Oh, Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Stanley. 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 Yes. Spike Lee. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally different. Close. But he always Jiminy shows up, you know? Christmas. <laughs> oh. But I don't have any desire to be in my own thing really either Neither. unless it's like a small little like oh, yeah. here I am yes. just for a second type thing cameos are fun yeah, yeah. I like writing don't look at me like I'd rather write it and never be seen <laughs> there's a lot of I think interesting interpersonal stuff that goes on when you put on a character and I think that's really fun and exciting and something I, I've never acted in anything, but I love to like play role-playing games and Dungeons and Dragons and do cosplay and run around and put on different characters. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a character. Like we'll, we'll go to a monster truck rally and I'll put on my best flannel and some cowboy mm-hmm. boots and I'll be and that's who hooting you are. and hollering yeah, the whole I time mean, I'm out there. You yeah, know? That is, yeah, that is playing fun. a character. I mean, that's... Yeah. Absolutely. That's acting. Right. <laughs> that's it's absolutely like acting. It's just less formal and more fun for me because I can be yeah. more. It's well, like just doing improv. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. Straight up improv. It's a good time. And I think it's a good creative release for a lot of people as well, you know, to, to be able to step out of yourself for a while and yeah. enjoy the catharsis of 
being a character and them going through the struggles or strife or whatever it is, traumatic experiences and coming out on the other end, Mm -hmm. you know, and surviving. I feel like that's kind of been your experience doing this. Yeah. Because this is about your experience. This is your life story. It is. And you're not a theater person. Like, you're not... You've never done anything like this before. No. And... Now you have this creative outlet. It's amazing. I would have never imagined like when you're going through a healing journey in your life and it's like when we think healing, we're like, oh, we're in therapy, which is great, right? Everyone should be in therapy. Everybody should be in therapy. (laughs) But to have the creative outlet as a companion piece to that, being the arts, I mean, I'm healing. Things are opening up in me. I mean watching this story and working through this every day a new part of me is ripped open that i have to either address or attack or <laughs> what is the word i'm trying piece to piece together for? yeah i mean i thought i was good but i mean even i'm looking for artist inspiration so i'm like going through old journals and old letters and everything and i'm like oh my gosh it's a lot yeah but mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing in the wide world if you can face sitting with the pain instead of ignoring it which so many people do sure none of us want to sit in that it's so uncomfortable sometimes you do sometimes i want to sit in it personally I can't it, fe- speak it kind of feels good right it's like oh yeah i'm fucked i'm i'm depressed i'm not going to get out of bed yes and i know that like there are some simple changes i could probably make it yeah. would just like sometimes force you need myself. to just marinate in but it just, yeah yes, exactly it's good just work. Be it, but just do it and i actually encourage that like my son is 16 if he's having a bad day and he's like, I feel like this is what I need to do. I just want to be this way today. I'm like, then go be that way. Right. Like sit in it and feel it. Like it's, it's part like of the human was, experience. Yeah. When I was writing my song, I was so sad <laughs> and I loved it because this beautiful thing came out of me that I was like, how did I just do that? Right. I don't know. You know? It's, and I think ignoring that stuff is really like detrimental as like a human you know what i mean like if you just went through a traumatic experience and you're fucking fine and happy and good and everything's okay with you the next day or for the week afterwards i'm like i'm getting very concerned like yeah it's very emotionally unintelligent to do that when you suppress all you're doing is you're bottling up those emotions to explode them on an innocent person later right and then have no idea why you're getting so angry all of a sudden over you're getting the wrong drink or whatever, yeah. you know, it it's, is. That... It's negligent mm-hmm. to not take care of yourself and not explore those things. One of the most respected creators that I know, um, the way he used to explain it is like the best creative minds are the ones that can get as close as they possibly can yep. to the void yeah. Without falling into it. And so that's true. That's so absolutely true. true. I feel like we're doing this every single day. Yeah. In a way. And it, you know, you think about actors like, mm-hmm. you know, Heath Ledger, who immersed himself completely in yeah, a character and couldn't get back out. And that is that is that teeny tiny minuscule line that you've got to get right up against it to be that good and then be able to pull yourself back out of it and that's the hardest thing when you're doing something that you're you know tearing open old wounds and and just letting it seep out of you and 
and just soaking it in, you have to then be able to step back out yeah. of it in order for that to have been a healthy, productive experience. Yeah. Sure. It takes prep work. I mean, you should really never go into something this without preparing in some way, shape, or form. So I can tell you, for me, going into this, like my prep work was making sure I'm in therapy for two years every single week, showing up, making sure that I build my army up around me of people that will support me, realizing there's moments where I might get really down watching a scene or something like that and making sure I have people and healthy things to lean on as I'm going through it. Because if you don't do that... Oof, it gets real scary. It does. it does. And I did a project a long time ago in school about how the same parts of the brain activate when we are depressed as when we are feeling creative. Mm. And I feel like personally when I am depressed is when I am thinking the most creatively. If I like sit down to yeah. write something or if I sit yep. down to do any sort of creative expressive thing, it's my fucking best shit. Of course. You know? It is. I'm or, I, where I was working and what I do, I'm afforded a lot of times to uh, speak philosophically or spiritually about different issues. And whenever I'm really, really fucked in the head is when the most people come up to me afterwards and are like, you know what, what you said like really spoke mm -hmm. to me or really touched me or I really appreciated mm -hmm. that. And I wish there was a way for me that I've discovered to really tap into that regularly without having, without to having to be depressed. Exactly. I know. Right. Yeah. I agree with that so much. <laughs> I know because I can be really happy and I'm like, this feels good, but it's super uncreative. Yeah. It's yeah. not my best. It's not my best, but I always look at those moments of happiness where you're like spreading joy. You're doing other good works <laughs> and um, you just allow yourself to be in those moments safely. Just come in and out. Yeah. You know, Right. We need the ups and the downs. Yeah. It's important. I mean, I write my best comedy when I'm in a good mood. That's a good point. Yeah. And I write my best this when I'm like reading old text message from my abusive ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm I, like, oh my I God. I feel, I feel like you can plan it, you know? Like yeah. Right. I've been really happy lately, but I was like, I feel like I need to get sad because I need to yeah. inspire yeah. somebody of something. Exactly. So I just go home and I surround myself with old journals. Mm. <laughs> I start reading through my old journals and I'm like, oh man. Oh, God. My, my son got out of the shower yesterday and he goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> here i'm in my journal i'm like i'm fine yeah everything's cool <laughs> he and, like knew right away and i think that's I one of the somewhere. things that when you want to be creative or you're like very serious and invested into this process you kind of learn those different tricks into yeah. how to get your brain going in a certain direction and yeah. i think that's part of being like healthily emotionally aware of yes. yourself so important and i plan for the isolation in a healthy way mm -hmm. i plan for it when i want to be depressed i plan for isolation and then i immediately plan for people to swarm around me when i'm done right to bring me back up yeah and I always feel like I have to, I have like a certain way of keeping my baseline. You know what I mean? That's Whether great. that's so going, smart. like forcing myself to go to the gym or do uh -huh. something social or mm -hmm. whatever it is, even if I don't want to do it or I hate it or whatever, I just make sure I do some of those like core you know. things in my routine that oh, will keep so me like somewhat stable or mm -hmm. at least stable enough to not cross over that line. You know I what I mean? I love that. It's a, 
it's a process and yes, I think it, it all comes to like just learning yourself and being alive and having experience and just having enough awareness to be able to recognize those kinds of things, mm -hmm. you know, and to see those kinds of things. Yeah. Cause back when I was like 24 years old and below that and 16 or whatever, everything was permanent and everything was fucked and it was yes. always going to be that way. Oh, my son's 16. That makes me sad. I remember being 16. It was hard age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, like, 16 things were still pretty good for me. I think like after He's like, like 18, actually, I was, like, I was a that? prince. Okay. Uh. I was not a prince, but I was <laughs> arrogant and narcissistic enough to think that I was a prince. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But things didn't really start going downhill till after like yeah. I left high school and went to college for a year and fucked that all up. You know what I like found, especially with teenagers too, is that as a, as a parent, instead of us like forcing them to just be better, like what's wrong with you? You gotta be, what can I do to make you better? Let's mm -hmm. what can we do to make you better? Like just let them know that it's okay to be fucked up for the day. Like I think if we all had permission, instead of feeling like we had to be happy all the time or feeling like we had to come out of it because we have to perform or we do need whatever, to hide. Yeah. if it could be more accepting that today I just want to be sad as fuck, mm -hmm. can you respect that? And people go, yeah, go for it. That sounds cool. Like, do your thing. Call me when you're done. I think a lot of people <laughs> really struggle with that too. Like yeah. when they see their friend that's struggling, they want to be able to say, they're like, I don't know what to say. How yeah. do I make them feel better? And I'm like, you fucking you, don't. Yeah. There's no. nothing that you're going to say right now that's going to make this person feel no. any better. Let them know that you love them. Absolutely. Let them know it's fucking okay to be feeling the way yeah. that they're feeling about this situation. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a savior, yeah. but we don't all need saved. And the only person that can save themselves is themselves. So right. Just let them be in it, and as long as they know you're there, like you said, I'm here for you when you're ready to come out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go do I mean, I, I don't know creative. what I would have done a month ago when I was going through Absolutely. everything I was going through. And yeah, there were days where people were like, hey, yes. why don't I just yes. come over and we'll just hang out? Yep. And, and sometimes I just needed to say, you know what, I actually just need to be by myself yeah, right sure. now and, and i'm okay yep. i will be okay but i need to just be and that's upset. the important thing is that you to communicate that yeah. so like you communicated i need to be by myself but i'm okay yeah. then mm -hmm. people can like safely step back and go okay she right. just needs okay. to do her thing i'm I, here when you're n whenever you're ready, you're ready i don't me. need to save her like yeah. make her yeah. cheer yeah. her up whatever yeah, you know I, yeah. that's sometimes that's the worst thing you can do is try to cheer someone up because it almost minimizes what they're yeah. going through right. and it's like it no i don't them. want you to make me feel better because this isn't okay i shouldn't feel yeah. okay about this and so, i need to not be okay about yeah, this can we not draw attention to it can right just go yeah. away That'd yeah be great <laughs> That's let me do my nice thing. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay over here. Let me let me deal with this in my own way. Yeah, yeah it feels and good. To be completely honest, you're, nothing is going to help it other than like yeah. me moving through this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's important to have that support too and be loved and let people know that it really there. is. And that's like full circle tethered. Like that's what it is. It's just like knowing that it's okay to not be okay and that you can safely feel your emotions. And if you need to do it alone in a safe room, then you go do it alone in a safe room. And if you're good out in public, fine. And if you have to leave, fine. But we're here to support you through it. Like, Amazing. that's what it's all about. It's incredible. I'm super, super looking forward to Tethered. It's going to be Yay. fantastic. I can't wait. I've been super excited bef like since the the Kickstarter or the crowdfunding yeah. started. I bought tickets yeah. back then. I'm like, what? This sounds really weird. They're not really <laughs> telling me a lot about what's going on. I'm fucking in there. And uh, I 
I can't wait till uh, it comes out and we can yeah. all attend. And thank you, ladies, so much for thank coming you. by today. Thank you for, for letting us, us. This talk. This has been a real yeah, treat. Been awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We really went full circle here. Yeah. We ran the gamut. That's great. The, Perfect. Uh, see, a lot of people, I think, listen to maybe the first half of our podcast and like the last half is always like our strong half you know uh, what I mean most of the just time. like historically sense. in all the episodes that we've done yeah. it, it really don't leave before the miracle happens people and <laughs> Tell uh, them at the end <laughs> right yeah they missed it I guess I should probably start saying that at the beginning Cut that out put it oh, in yeah we'll move it around <laughs> but uh thank you ladies for coming yes. out everybody who hasn't got tickets tethered yet yes. go get them it's gonna be amazing yeah and uh thanks everybody that listened thanks everybody that supported us uh check out Caranormal indiegogo buy some pre-sale tickets to yes. our premiere yes. um we love all of you thanks to our sponsors all of our patreon supporters you guys are incredible and we'll see you at tethered yes. peace out everybody. hashtag get tethered hashtag get tethered <laughs>